0: come on welcome to money savage savage approach to personal finance this is george grumbacher and the time is right welcome today's guest strong and powerful david lau david are you ready to do this i'm ready george excellent let's have at it let's do this David is the founder and CEO of DPL Financial Partners. Prior to founding DPL, he was chief operating officer of Jefferson National, a leading innovator of tax-advantaged investing strategies, and he and his firm are on the forefront of commission-free insurance products. So, very excited to have you on. David, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why it is you do what you do.
1: Yes. Well, I've been in financial services now for uh, more than two decades and have done it really from a disruptive point of view. I was part of a team that launched the original internet bank in the country, a uh, a company called Telebank, which was... As the name would suggest, a direct and telephone bank prior to the internet. But that, you know, building out that business, you know, as the chief marketing officer, um, really informed you know the rest of my career. The notion that we had there was not to be on the internet because the internet was new and cool, but you know we were a direct bank because we thought building branches was a very inefficient way of selling checking accounts. That's a, it's very expensive to do that. So and that's why we started as a direct bank, you know, se- you know selling, checking accounts, money markets, savings, CDs, all of those kind of things, and being able to do it at substantially better, you know, substantially better interest rates for the consumer, because you didn't have all the overhead of a branch. So after building the bank, uh, we built it from, you know, $50 million in assets to about $16 in about five years. We sold it to E-Trade, where I was the chief marketing officer of E-Trade Bank uh, for a period. And then I left and started working with other firms to help them launch internet banking strategies like Merrill Lynch and Shinsei Bank in Tokyo. um, Before ultimately, as you were pointing out, uh, landing at uh, my prior job with Jefferson National uh, in insurance and bringing the same model to insurance, of eliminating inefficient distribution, and the big inefficiency in distribution in insurance is commission. Uh, you know, commission is you know, a huge expense within an insurance policy, and by eliminating it, you can provide not only uh, you know, far better pricing of products, but obviously you eliminate the conflict of interest between the agent, the broker, you know, and the consumer.
0: Got it. So you've been at this whole disruption thing for for quite some time.
1: (laughs) We're trying to do that. So, you know, with insurance, as I looked at the world um, from my seat at Jefferson National, you saw, you know, working with, you know, fee-only advisors who are fiduciaries for their clients, you saw this whole world where... Investing can be had, you know, without commission. You know, most products are, you know, no, there's certainly no-load versions, et etc. Outside of insurance, which has still been, you know, driven by commissions, you know, almost exclusively. So, you know, I kind of decided to uh, step out and, you know, build DPL. I, you know, kind of developed a reputation within the industry for having had success with commission-free products at Jefferson National. And I thought I could go to other carriers, bring the same model to them and, you know, work on on the distribution side for any number of carriers. And we like that model because, you know, we can act as a fiduciary, uh, you know, DPL that is. So rather we don't have proprietary products, we're not pushing our own proprietary products. We're bringing, you know, best in breed from the best carriers across the country and all on a commission-free, low-cost basis.
0: Got it. Excellent. And as you were explaining, explaining all that, it made me wonder how long no-load mutual funds have been around. It's been a long time.
1: Yeah, no-load mutual funds probably started in the 70s with, you know, really with Schwab, hmm. you know, being the, you know, kind of the instigator there in bringing, uh, you know, discount brokerage and, you know, no-load mutual funds and you know we've had you know some advisors make that analogy to us as we've gone to market you're kind of like the schwab for insurance and you know, that's awfully flattering and you know we hope to be that uh someday but you know we're we're we're, we're at a good starting point and, and having a uh, you know i think we're having a meaningful impact and we'll continue to do so
0: why has it taken so long to start why why has it taken so long for this to happen with with insurance products
1: I think, in general, because you know, commissions are so rich, and there's always been the notion that insurance is sold and not bought. Um, you know, it's hard for anybody in kind of the insurance food chain to you know move away from commissions. People make so much money uh, off the sale of insurance products that it's you know, it's difficult to move away from. So. You know, and part of the problem for carriers is when they look to do commission-free versions, that eliminates all of their traditional distribution. You know, all of their traditional distribution works on commission, so you know there's nobody to sell the product, and that's you know part of you know part of what we solve. You know, at DPL, you know we know how to work with you know people advisors uh, who are professional buyers, not professional sellers. Uh, of products so um, you know by eliminating commissions repricing products you know we can go and talk to people who are interested in utilizing insurance you know for an investment purpose um, and educate them on how to use the product and have products that are actually priced in a way that you can take advantage of you know of the the uh, benefits that insurance can bring
0: got it This idea that insurance is sold and not bought, um, I have to assume that you think that that's probably not a true statement if, and I I just, I, I have no idea on this. If all of a sudden there were no insurance agents selling the product, do you think that people would stop buying it? What, what, what percentage do you think would change if, if any? Oh, wow. Uh, That's that's tough because
1: I think insurance has, you know, I think it's been largely a true statement. Okay. But, you know, what we're trying to change in that is, you know, working with, you know, financial advisors who are actual financial planners who, and this is part of what, you know, the traditional insurance agency misses about this audience is that you know, planners will define their client's insurance needs, you know, whether they need life insurance or disability or long-term care, or maybe they need guaranteed income or you know, some principal protection. And so planners and advisors who don't work on commission do do that you know, in the course of working with their clients, but because commission, you know, have, commissions have driven insurance and there are not a lot of commission-free insurance products out there, or haven't been historically, they then refer those clients away to a traditional broker or insurance agent. So the insurance companies don't see the fact that these advisors are actually kind of working with insurance and defining needs. So, you know, what we believe is that, you know, working with them, we're kind of opening the door so that all these fiduciaries, you know, these fee-only planners and advisors can now start implementing the insurance solutions they've defined, not just
0: send them away. Got it. Okay. Well, I think that that makes sense. And obviously, um, part of this show has been talk about the fiduciary rule and more and more advisors becoming fiduciaries to their clients and what that means. And so, you're saying that as these products become more readily available, it'll make it easier for a fiduciary advisor to help their client acquire the product without having to refer it to. Um, some kind of an insurance agent,
1: exactly. And I th- so, one that's a better solution, you know, for the advisor, you know, for keeping their customer with you know within within their four walls. But it's also a better solution for the for the client who can keep a fiduciary involved in all aspects of their financial life. And it's not only important from that point of view; it's very important for you know for the pricing of the product and the way the product will you know, result in the outcome that a client or a consumer is going to get from their insurance product. So as we talk about these products, you know, I, I will say, you know, commission is, you know, very heavy uh, within these products. So it leads to dramatic pricing problems. So with, you know, variable annuities, which are a much maligned, you know, product, um, when you look at when you remove the commission out of a variable annuity, you change the pricing by about 85%. So it's, it's massive. You know, a typical variable annuity is going to have something like 8% commission built into the product and then another 2% you know, of, of internal distribution expenses paying for wholesalers and marketing and entertaining and stuff like that. And so when you remove that distribution expense, you dramatically change the, the pricing of the product. And that means that consumers can actually realize a benefit. So the typical variable annuity, when it's just the price of the product, is about 135 basis points, according to Morningstar. When you eliminate the commission, you're taking that you know, cost down to 20 to 30 basis points. So over over the, over the life know, of the product? Want, no, each year. Oh wow. Each year. So the so it's a so it's an ongoing, you know, pricing advantage. And so for people who want to use a variable annuity for additional tax deferral, which is a good use for a variable annuity, it's a great benefit of insurance. You know, tax deferral is worth, you know, a hundred to you know to two hundred basis points, you know, to portfolio returns, depending on whose study you like. Um, but when the product costs 135 basis points, that just eviscerates the value of tax deferral. But when you remove that commission and you bring the pricing down to where it should be, then that's actually an interesting product for investors, you know, to look at, to use for additional tax deferral.
0: Got it. Okay. Well, that's, that's extremely dramatic, obviously. So, okay. And how does that, how does that equate in a life insurance product you don't need to give me specific don't like what's that
1: yeah life insurance is a, i was going to say life insurance is you know a little more of a complicated product uh and you know a lot of people opt for term life and term life is one of the few products in insurance that's actually price competitive you know with the likes of select quote out there and, and things like that but still eliminating commission will take the price down depending on the term and term insurance about 10 percent so it's not as dramatic but in permanent life insurance it's very dramatic Um, in permanent life insurance you're typically looking at a 35 to 40 percent pricing advantage by removing the commission but also importantly that commission in a permanent life insurance policy uh, comes out of the customer's cash value so for example when a customer would open you know, a universal life product or a variable universal life product, something like that. Um, They opened it with, you know, $100,000. The typical commission is about 60% of first year premium. So the day one, that customer hands over $100,000 to the insurance carrier, their cash value day one is $40,000. So that that $40,000 obviously is going to take a long time to grow. And, you know, in order just to get back to the amount of money that, you know, the client put in day one. in a commission-free product, not only are the internal expenses lower, but the customer has 100% of their cash value day one. So that, that cash amount is growing uh, from day one at a much higher starting point. So in that example, you know, that $100,000 that the client puts in is all there day one and, and can grow you know, within the policy rather than it being you
0: know, $40,000. Okay. Well, that's obviously, obviously huge numbers and, 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 and big differences. So the insurance company is, let's just, let's make up an insurance company, ABC insurance company. They move to this model. So now they're no longer paying out commissions, which are, um, 40, 50, $60,000 in that example you just used. um, are they still making money on the product, obviously, somehow?
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, who gets impacted is really the agent or the broker. For the carrier, it's it's also a better proposition. So, you know, carriers won't, you know, make the choice between doing commission-free or commission. They'll do both, you know, so they'll offer you know, products in both varieties, but for the carrier one, they don't have to outlay, you know, a big you know, cash sum to begin, you know, to begin the policy, like in a variable annuity, they're again, paying out about you know, 10% in distribution expense and then they're fronting that money. So there's a cost of capital there, which impacts them, uh, you know, economically as well as into their balance sheet and potentially, you know, their ratings, you know, meaning they've got to carry more capital. Um, but also, in, very importantly, from the liability point of view. So for a carrier who's paying out commissions for sales of products, when there's a customer complaint that this product was inappropriate or I was sold too much coverage, the fact that they paid out a commission to a motivated sales agent uh, puts them you know, immediately on the defensive in resolving you know, consumer complaints. When you eliminate that commission and that conflict of interest, you know, their liability is far better so in short it's attractive to insurance carriers to do business this way on multiple
0: fronts going back to that idea that insurance is sold not bought it's obviously the belief of a lot of these big insurance companies that they need a field force out there selling the product so they've chosen to pay commissions to attract people to come and sell the product if they were to change gears would they eliminate a field force i know that you'd be guessing would they would they just have salaried salespeople. What? How, how? How would the model change?
1: Well, I think it's you know it, it's complicated uh, for one, but I but I think that you know their model doesn't change overnight. So it starts to change, you know, once you know commission-free products begin to get more and more adopted, where you don't need those commissioned agents in in the field anymore. You know, as I was talking about, like the fiduciary advisors that you know we work with you know, they've been in the practice of outsourcing their insurance solutions to these commission-based guys. Um, now, when they don't have to do that any longer, you know, there over time, there becomes less and less of a need, you know, for commission-based agents and brokers. So, you know, I think for the, you know, carriers, that will, you know, take some time to impact. Um, but that's, you know, that's where I would see the business going.
0: Got it. Well, that seems like a certainly a, a net positive to to the consumer. Um, got it. So the idea that, um, so I'm sorry, how would, how would a consumer actually buy these products today? If they said, you know what, this sounds really great. How, how do I find them?
1: Uh, they're not available. A lot of places, Um uh, DPL, uh, would be one and that's, you know, DPL financial partners. You know, our website is dplfp.com. Uh, and you know, that would give, uh, you know, consumers or advisors, you know, some insight and exposure to the products we work with, the value of the products, et cetera, as well as ways, you know, and means of, of contacting us. And we can, you know, we implement the insurance, you know, products and solutions, uh, you know, through DPL.
0: Okay. So there's really not that many carriers that are yet to start doing this. You are working with the carriers to try to to motivate them to to try to demonstrate the value of this. What
1: Well, we we work currently with about a dozen carriers. Okay. Uh that you know, and you know all you know very large brand name carriers, you know Allianz, AXA, um and we worked with um working with that. Uh, Columbus Life, um, Great West, Great American, you know, the list goes on. Um, And we've worked with, you know, another dozen or more. So those are the ones we represent. We've worked with another dozen or more to help them get into the business. Because, again, going back to the beginning of the conversation, I just believe this is a problem in financial services for consumers because they're drastically overpaying you know, for insurance, um, because of commissions. So we help, you know, we help carriers get into the business, but not all carriers will allow consumers to go to them directly. And you know, there needs to be an in- intermediary of an agent. And we, pro- you know, and we provide that you know agency, you know, for many of the carriers we
0: work with, but a few you can go to directly. Got it. Excellent. Well, David Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? What I would
1: tell you is to you know, give insurance a fresh look. You know, looking at it from you know, looking at commission-free products because the value they provide is far different uh, than your traditional products. So you know, look at commission-free insurance to utilize you know as you're nearing retirement, or for clients who are nearing retirement to provide principal protection um, or guaranteed income. Like I said, insurance provides great benefits. The problem has always been the pricing. You know, guaranteed income is a terrific thing for, uh, you know, for having success in retirement income. Uh, but the problem has always been how much it costs. Principal protection, also a terrific thing, particularly as you're nearing retirement where, or early in retirement, where the you know, down market at the wrong time is going to substantially impact your, you know, your retirement. On your retirement income, so you know, looking at commission-free insurance to help you know mitigate those risks, you know, and uh, is I think a terrific idea, you know, for you know consumers and clients alike, um, and with the repricing of of insurance, that you know these benefits can be had, you know, at good economics rather than you know tough economics that they tr- traditionally
0: have been. Well that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. So David, thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> give us uh, give us your website again please.
1: Thanks George. Uh, the website is d as in david p as in peter l as in lau fp financialpartners.com dplfp.com.
0: Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show David your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to DPLFP.com and check out all the great stuff that is on the site. I know that I have, and I can definitely encourage you to do it as well. Thank you again, David. Appreciate it, George. Thanks for having me on. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together.